I ran across this the other day and I wanted to ask your opinions on it. Okay. When you open something mm-hmm. with a can opener, uh-huh. do you wash the can opener? Mm-hmm. Or do you just put it no. I'm realizing <laughs> as I'm saying no that maybe uh, I should. Oh clean yeah, it? Do, should I have been cleaning it? So I think I I think we clean it from time to time. Like we okay. put it in the dishwasher Every now and then. But like, so I went to open some black beans and a little black bean juice got on the blade and I just like ran out of yeah, ran the water out of the sink and then put it on the drying rack. Yeah. That's, that's all you would do, right? Yeah. Wait, why? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Probably, do if, people if every time. On it, yeah. I thought you were going to tell me that like you found some article saying like people are dying. <laughs> if, if you yeah. don't wash your can opener, you're an idiot. everyone and welcome to bookends with friends it's your co-host parker moon i'm the new death brett urban <laughs> co-host daniel phillips and we are a weekly book club podcast where three unqualified hosts uh talk to you about books and bookish things and everything in between emphasis on unqualified emphasis on unqualified uh and this month uh we have been reading mort for the actual book club part of mort. our podcast uh so we hope that you were able to read along and uh, this is our discussion week about Mort. I'm excited. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I um, like the Mort. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. Yeah, well, wit, baby. Let's get into our segment called Short Stories, where we just talk a little bit about what's going on in each other's lives and also uh, fill us in on what we are reading. Um, Brett, what you reading? What's going on in your life? I, I am starting today. <laughs> He's starting today. Because <laughs> we just finished Mort. I'm going to put all of my effort into starting... I know I said it last week. <laughs> I will be starting today. Stormlight Archive, The Way of Kings. Oh! Yeah, baby! That's exciting news. It is um, really exciting. I, I need my library card, though. I'm excited for you to not know what's happening for the first 200 pages. How, how I'm just gonna long read until Wikipedia, we just changed this to a full-on Brandon Sanderson podcast? Um, probably not that. Probably soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we'll let we'll let book talk decide. Yeah. Honestly, let's okay. do let's do a poll and let them just like. Cool. Yeah, well, so, that, so that's exciting. So that's what you're reading. Well, what's uh, what's been going on in your life? What's uh, the short you know, story? Short story. Just you know, we had a great D and D session last night. Okay. We have a D and D crew. Um, you would know because you're a part of it. I am. Um, and so we we've been meeting weekly. On Thursdays, <laughs> I was, we've had a couple breaks, um, but um, yeah, so we have um, Maddie's brother, Connor, is our DM, Yep, and he's killing it, and we're, uh, we're like four or five sessions in. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just like to, to put us on blast to make us even bigger nerds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so hit us up with any uh, also, shout out, content that you want to hear about. Shout out to Connor for being a great uh, dungeon master, so thanks yeah. for that, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much that was a highlight of my yesterday. Nice. So yeah. Have you gone on some pretty good adventures? We're in uh we're in a dungeon currently. Oh. I just got a birthday gift that was a cool hammer. And and a little so my character's kind of based on Korg from Thor Ragnarok. And so I got a little meek buddy. <laughs> but his name is Milf. His name is Milf. <laughs> we named him Milf. Um good content. <laughs> and so he's a little water bear. <laughs> Uh, I guess they're a little water bear. We don't really know. The we'll still develop undefined. that character. What a mystery. Yeah. Well, so, Daniel, what's going on with you, buddy? Um, I have rehashed 
a new found love of mine. It's not a new, it's an old found love of mine. Uh-huh. And Brett knows about it too, because we have been talking about it all morning. And this is probably the 10th time I've rehashed this love. Uh, but Age of Empires 2 yeah. uh, is like a 20-year-old game that I played all the time as a kid um, on my little like Windows 98 computer. <laughs> and it got remastered in 2013. And I was like, wow, I remember this game. This game's great. And I played the snot out of it. Do you um, think the Venn diagram for... Uh, nerdy guys who like books and also computer games is a perfect circle for uh uh people who read and yeah uh play age of empires i i would, I would think guess. so i think it's almost a perfect overlap for, age of empires yeah. is such a good game but anyway so um i've been playing it off and on for the past year or two because it got remastered again the second remaster of the same game how many games of those are there there's three but there's like nine because they remastered one through three so many times nice. because they're so loved. But if the newest broke, remaster came out at the right. end of 2019 and it's just a really good game. And I'm all back on the hype train again. I play pretty much probably once every month with some friends of mine. Um, but Brett started playing it. I did. Um, and then now I'm just like, I'm, all, a rookie. I'm all into it again. So yeah, it's just a really fun game to play with friends and it... Uh, also makes me more mad than like any other game I play. Uh, shout out to John Stanley because he <laughs> absolutely infuriates me when we play it. Mm. Uh, but it's just really fun. Um, and I've been enjoying it a lot. And nice. what I've been reading is The Stand by oh, Stephen nice, King. Nice, nice. My second ever Stephen King book. I've read The Institute and third, sorry, third ever. I read the first um, Dark Tower book in high school and didn't like it that much. There's also like ten of those, I think. Yeah, we can. I read the first Dark Tower one. We can talk about. That. I, I, I was thinking about it this week, um, but once we get closer to Halloween, we should definitely do like a Stephen King or another horror book yes, before yes, that yes. for October. Sounds fun. Um, um, who's your favorite character so far? So I really, really like the mute. Um, shoot, Nate. Not Nick on no. Nick. Yeah, it's Nick. He, yeah, yeah, Nick. Nick, Nick. Andrews. Yeah, and Nick Andrews. Yeah, Nick is great. Nick is my favorite character so far. Great character. I really like Nick. I'm about 20% of the way through. Um, I've been reading a good bit because like, I just get like hooked into it. Yeah. The past two nights, I've gotten to bed and just stayed up for like an hour to like w- one Man. or two o'clock in the morning reading The Stand. I love it. It's just really good. Yeah, it is addicting. Um, so yeah, updates to come on that. Nice. How about you? Uh, well, so my short story is going to be no surprise for you guys, but, uh, <laughs> so the other night, um, uh, I, I shot like a seven second video oh, yes. that was behind the scenes right here, folks. Yeah, this is behind the scenes. That was like mostly a joke, uh, while, while Maddie and I were reading in bed and it was of us reading and I'm, it's some dumb joke about like hot or like couples who read are hot or some something stupid but maddie's reaction was so funny and just like so natural and then so we we i I like put it on our tiktok and like didn't think about it right so it's on our book talk um go check it out but uh i woke up the next day and it had like like three or four hundred like likes and a lot like a lot of views and i was like oh that's weird and like (laughs) as the day progressed it was like uh okay now it's got like ten thousand likes and and it's it's got like a hundred thousand views i'm like okay this is kind of getting out of hand and uh as of right now as we're recording it's almost been viewed a quarter million times and has been liked like 30 something thousand times which is overwhelming 
Um, so, uh, and, and this is all welcome, all you new listeners. To <laughs> I hope, first podcast. I hope so. But, but also I have to give credit to Maddie and also say that this just proves that in our, as a, as a couple, as a unit, seven seconds of her and her charisma and character <laughs> yeah, and like literally. humor is, is infinitely funnier yeah. and better than anything I could do <laughs> with all of the other TikToks I've posted with all of the other content I've put out in the airwaves. Um, so uh, really my wife should be doing this podcast. Is this is, this is Maddie's podcast now. We have talked about before, like off record that we should have our wives be guest stars on the oh show. Oh my god, I would and love that. And then we've that. also said that's a bad idea because they're cooler and funnier oh, than yeah, us. Oh yeah, the second the second that and our wives are no on the show. No one would listen to us anymore. It would be like full demand for them yeah. never have us back on. That's that's just true. Yeah, so I mean that it's it's still up and it's still going up in numbers so follow our book talk Check and go it out. go find that post. It's uh it's sure. been a wild ride. I've never really had anything go viral like that, and it's been pretty fun. So um, you guys are famous. Now. And, and and really, no, honestly, thank you, uh, listeners. And if you if you're tuning in for the first time yeah. because you saw that dumb post, I love that. And tell us about it. And uh, welcome to the Book Society Book Club. Uh, you're you're now a part of it. Um, and and thank you, Maddie, for your for, for getting us getting us so for many being more. cool. Yeah, for being just too cool. Okay. Um, and then what I'm reading. I am about 25, no, I'm a little bit further than that. I'm probably close to 40% of the way into uh, Dawn Shard, the novella, like 3.5 for Stormlight Archives. Man, it's good. Dawn Shard's it's really a good. great story. It's just its own little thing. And I've been like ear to ear smiling uh, like the whole time. Yeah. And I'm also reading uh, uh, Akatar or A Court of Thorns and Roses. Which is a very popular book nice. on Book Talk, um, and that is some Twilight fairy <laughs> shit right there. Like it is I've good. Never heard of like that. I, I mean, I'm I'm probably like twenty percent, and I have it as audiobook, so I've been like you know listening in the background. Yeah. But it it is just like big Twilight vibes. Uh, so obviously, I'm having a great time with it because I read. You do like Twilight? Yeah, I mean, it's it's right up well, my alley. You haven't read Twilight? No, I have only read Breaking Dawn, but I do love the Twilight movies. Midnight. Wait, you read Breaking Dawn? No, no, no. Midnight, sorry, Midnight, Midnight Sun. Sun. Sorry, I'm all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, I only read Breaking Dawn. Um, Why would you do that? To the end. <laughs> no. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm reading, and I'm just loving Edge Dancer so much. It's not Edge Dancer. Wow, okay. I really can't talk. Uh, um, Don Shard. I will say I'm pretty upset because I'm not a Twilight fan, uh-huh. but I've read like triple the amount of twilight as you have and i don't know you why read I read all the books yeah oh nice i read twilight yeah well you should like them because they're good it. i never it's good content i read the first one i was like that book was pretty good and the new moon i was like ah oh, book's kind of bad and i've only seen the movies that old i did not them. like eclipse that much hot take i don't, I don't like twilight okay well uh that <laughs> <laughs> is that a hot take no that do hey. people like People like hot Twilight. take. Oh, yeah. Hot take. Uh, Stephanie Meyer is the best author of all time. You heard it here first. That's fine. Um, and let's get into talking about this month's book, which was Mort. <laughs> Mort. Uh, Mort by Mort. Terry Pratchett. A cute little guy. What a precious little boy. Little I just boy. imagine. Um, I, I feel like I imagine this for a lot of characters. The guy oh, from man. We're the Millers, who's like, you, <laughs> yeah. you guys are getting paid. I feel yeah. like that's Mort to me. He's in. He's the Maze Runner guy yeah, too. The Maze Runner. I, I kind of imagine a really young Domhnall Gleeson, or like, yeah, a, just like because wow, they, they keep saying he's that. like a like scrawny ginger esque. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he has, well, he has like he's all knees. Too many knees. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, I love how they describe Mort. So, do, do either of y'all want to give a quick synopsis of Mort? 
Um, I mean, we can all just yeah. kind of pitch in thoughts. Yeah, Let's I'll do a quick synopsis. We don't need to, you know, recap the whole book. But uh, quick synopsis of Mort. Mort is just a little farm boy. Yes. Um, his dad wants him to basically get out there. In, in Discworld. This in is a Discworld, Discworld yes. book. So, um, Terry what, Pratchett Universe. Two sentences of Discworld. Discworld is a fantasy series by Terry Pratchett. 43 um, books. It's 43 books. They're all basically standalone novels. It's, uh, I've, was talking to Brett about this. It's basically like Simpsons-esque where you're just involved in this world with different cast of characters throughout it. And so you don't have to read one through 43. You can just pick out one and it's like an episode of The Simpsons where it's just different people. Yeah. Um, Discworld is uh, a big disc-shaped planet that's on top of four elephants that's on top of a great turtle. Giant turtle floating, floating through space. That's Discworld. And it's just like a fantasy. You know, you have your orcs and your dragons and your wizards, yeah. and, wizards and knights and thieves. And, and death. And death. And death. And death is introduced in Mort. So Mort is a farm boy. His dad wants him to get out there. They go to like a fair. So Mort can try to pick up a trade, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, no one no one picks Mort. No one's interested. He's all knees. He's all knees. He's not very interesting. He's just a really goofy, like, yeah. curious character. Good-hearted yeah. kid. Very good-hearted, curious little boy. Um, Death shows up, and he gets hired by Death to be Death's apprentice. Yeah. To go on runs with Death as Death reaps people for being i mean they die and he reaps them he reaps their souls so they can pass on. yeah and and he isn't he isn't in this universe death isn't doing the act of killing no. death shows up to claim their souls yeah, to help collects. them move yep. to the afterlife he's not a bad guy he's not a villain um but he apprentices mort um mort's learning the trade of death and basically really just to fly through a summary uh, death takes a vacation almost yeah and then mort becomes death and and, and it's a whole debacle <laughs> and a chaos ensues and um, there's love there's and... love there's um alternate timelines <laughs> if you yeah. like loki you can read mort because mort creates a, a um, variant timeline <laughs> mort creates a variant timeline where a princess is supposed to die but mort saves her instead and he creates a different timeline where People don't. People in the world don't know what's going on. Yeah. They don't. They all. They're like foggy. The foggy they all brain. get the feeling that the princess should be dead, but she's just like there, right. like walking around. Whenever they see her, it's almost like, oh, you're alive. Like it, it's right. a really interesting way they did it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's that's basically yeah. a synopsis of Mort in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fun cast of characters. Yeah. Uh, you got Mort. You got Death. You have Isabel. Death's daughter. So, wait, hang on. This is fun. What'd you say? Isabel? Isabel. Isabel. How did you pronounce it? Isabel? Yes. So, I read it as Yisabel. Yisabel. Uh, I listened to the audiobook. They just said did Isabel? They say, I think it's just Isabel. Yeah. So, when I Googled it, I was really interested. And I waited until, like, after I had finished the book. Um, but I wanted to know how to say this character's name. I had read it Yisabel the entire time. Yeah. I think it was something like Isabel. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Isabel. It's like Isabel with a Y at this right, in the front. Yeah. Um, uh, that's Death's adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Albert, who's Death's Albert. Uh, <laughs> adopted like, servant, like, uh, yeah, almost. like butler, servant butler. Yeah, kind of like an Alfred. Um, and and he's a fun character with a good reveal later. Um, and then uh, uh, what was the wizard's name who helps? Cut Cutwell. 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 And then there's and then there's the princess uh, uh, Kelly. Kate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did and, they just say Kelly? Because it's spelled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's spelled and look like Kelly. So I, I hope it's be Kelly. <laughs> it may have been it's like K-E-L-I. Keely or something like that. Yeah. It may have been Keely. I read it as. I read mostly book, but I listened okay. to the audiobook for a little bit. 
Um, yeah, so so Mort, guys. It was a good book. It was a charming um, book, right? Yeah, it was, it was very short, good. Charming, enjoyable. Very British, sweet. very British humor. Very God, like it's, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's good omen style of and it's I mean, obviously Terry Pratchett, his yeah. wit is just It's like remarkable. It's like reading a script to Monty Python. Yeah. yeah. Like that's I mean, that's exactly what it's just very funny and like he breaks the fourth wall all the time. Yeah. Like the Titanic is mentioned, yeah. which is one of my favorite well, he, parts. You're in like a, you're in the disc world. But he constantly <laughs> mentions like people driving and like cars and stuff like that. He, he, his metaphors are all about like our world. But, but he's, and, and then he writes in there like, and Mort would never understand yeah, that. And exactly. it's so funny. There, there was like one, Hitchhiker's Guide. There's yeah, one like scene very... that like stuck with me and Daniel and I had talked about it a little bit off podcast, but it's like, there's this cut, like a jump cut in the book where it like changes perspective. Yeah. And Terry Pratchett then goes to describe like what a jump cut is in terms of a film industry and basically says this would have worked a lot better if this was a like visual audio. (laughs) No, it's a book. So I have to write this paragraph. (laughs) It's it's so ridiculous. So off the wall. Because um, he does, he he does so many jump cuts of just like yeah. you'll be, there'll just be some random passerby, and it's like you jump onto their back for like two pages, yeah. and it's just like some random obscure commentary yeah. about that person, and you're like, oh, cool, and then he yeah. just immediately goes back without saying anything. Um, should I should I wrap up the end of Mort just to no, I don't. Or do you want to just discuss? Yeah, discuss I, through it. I think just like the synopsis yeah, is good because cool. I want to leave that to the surprise. Uh, you know, if our audience wants to go and and read it or if they haven't read it yet cool yeah but so let, let's do let's do likes dislikes what would you change would you change anything yeah um i mean the the humor of discworld because i've read four discworld books now and it's just it's so funny yeah every time it's great and like that's that's my simple like i it's just a really easy story it's short they're like yeah 250 to like 400 pages yeah. you can read it in a week yeah really easily yeah it was a perfect length it doesn't ask too much of the reader yeah. like that yeah. and that's i think that's what the, i really yeah, appreciate about it i feel like terry pratchett's if, if all the other Discworld books are like this mm-hmm. it feels like it's mm-hmm. almost like a little slice of life story in this world that mm-hmm. you can like enjoy and then read through and breeze through and it's almost like a book reset if you've been reading too many like heavy things or exactly. like or or for instance like i've been reading so much you know brandon sanderson and the cosmere and that's all connected and it's this great like in-depth story and fantasy and yep. intricate details and i can't like not pay attention every time i'm reading and this was a nice like huh just like a little light yeah, breather you get, you get all the information you need in a 200 page book yeah like, i will i will say i recommend if you I there's no I didn't find the audiobook on any like Audible or anything. Mm-hmm. I found it on YouTube, but it's really I, I kind of would recommend it more than like a normal audiobook because it's read by like a British act, and I recognize the voice. Um, but cool. he like he perfectly like acts out the Brit wit oh, and like does great. the cuts and like the voices are perfect, and it adds like a layer of like of um, storytelling that's yeah, added. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do have a bone to pick with Terry Pratchett, though. Mm-hmm. I have I have one dislike, one singular dislike for this book, and that is, my guy, you need to add in chapters. Why don't you have chapters? <laughs> chapters to me yeah. are the greatest thing, and this might be another like time because discussion. it allows you to like stop. It allows <laughs> you to break it up, and my brain is so bad at doing that on its own. I need. I need chapters. I will say, and, you, there's 43 Discworld books. 
and none there's of them 43 chapters, chapters of Discord. <laughs> oh, dang it. There's none of them so, have chapters. So, I'm pretty sure. Any book that has short chapters, that is like like chef's kiss. What's well, a perfect Good. chapter length for you? Honestly, and this is going to be insane. I feel like, like three pages. You're going to slap my hand, I think. I'm, I think like 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 seven to ten pages is probably like perfect length. If if you know, there of of course this changes depending on like Mm -hmm. what's going on in the book, the climax, the scene, all that stuff. But like for a a reader who doesn't always have the most time on their hands, or for like if you're you know want to squeeze in a chapter before bed, you feel accomplished. You feel accomplished, and you don't have to do that thing of like. There's so much going on, and I need to remember mid paragraph where I'm at, yeah. and that that to me just kept, so um, yes, I love the break and flow, and also if you're changing character perspectives, why not throwing chapters? <laughs> Come on, Terry. Since uh, since I'm a Kindle boy now, I like chapters because it shows you you know time left in chapter. Yeah. Ten, ten minutes is my like perfect chapter length. Like every time I turn a chapter. Yeah to a new one and it's like you have 10 minutes left i'm like oh i can do one more yeah but the second it's like you got 35 minutes left i'm like, like all right uh, i'm done for now yeah uh, but when i cracked up more it was like you have four and a half hours left in this <laughs> chapter i'm yeah. like okay that's hilarious <laughs> it's the same thing yeah um my my one dislike and it's not a dislike uh, but it's just kind of the way the books were meant to be read and how the books are but every time i've read and I guess this could be a lie too. Every time I finish a Discworld book, I'm not like dying to pick up another one. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but it, there's such good, like, I don't know what I want to read right now. Yeah. I'm going to go pick one of these yes. 40 books to read. Yeah. So so I'm glad yeah. you said that because it's similar to me about how I feel about Agatha Christie because I mm-hmm. I really yeah. like Ag- Agatha Christie books and her like Poro novels in particular. I've read a handful, but I've never had like a, I need to binge through all of Agatha Christie. <laughs> yeah. To me, they're always like, oh, I'm going to the beach with my family. I'm going to get one or two Agatha Christie books. Yeah. Or, oh, like I, you know, I don't know what I want to read right now. Great this is going to be a book reset. And I feel like Discworld has that same quality. Yeah. That's a plus in my in my yeah. brain. Like yeah. that's a because there's so many books ask so much of you. You know, <laughs> too many books you. ask. Yeah, these books are just like light and breezy. Yep. Easy breezy beautiful cover girl. Easy breezy beautiful Discworld. There you go. That's um, uh, Terry Pratchett actually. Just Discworld with really pretty hair yeah. falling into space. <laughs> so uh, who do you guys relate to most? I feel like <laughs> I read more as you a little bit, Dan. Dang it. Yeah, I, well, just like the the description of these. Yeah, all, you're all knees, and you're like kind of awkward, but in the most lovable way. Really bright blue eyes with red outlines. <laughs> you carry a scythe around yeah, when you some, go grocery shopping. You reap souls. It's like the thing. Yeah, I just couldn't help it. I can't. Sorry. Sorry. It's my calling. I'm an apprentice. What do you want me to do about it? Um. um yeah. Probably more. Always an apprentice, never. Never the never monster. never the, the death. Um, I think for me it was Binky the horse. Um, <laughs> I also, the horse. I, Binky. I forgot the horse. Death's horse is named Binky, which is maybe the <laughs> that's best. Such a, that's that's a maybe the best thing the about the book. Yeah. I forgot about Binky. Death has a huge, massive, like intimidating horse that can ride through dimensions, yeah. and its name is Binky. Uh, big fan of Binky. Binky just wants to eat hay. Um, that's pretty much all Binky does is um, Binky's the main character. Yeah. Honestly, it could be. Can I go through some really quickly, some Discworld like fun facts yeah, that, that I liked? Yeah. Um, so because like I said, they're standalone books with a cast of characters. Um, the orangutan, 
that is in Mort, the library mm-hmm. keeper. Yeah. Um, he's a main character in another Discworld book I read That's called fine. Guards Guards. And the plot of that book is someone steals a spell book from this orangutan's library and um they use it to summon a dragon in the main city that more takes place in too. Oh, cool. That's like the main city of yeah. the, the series. And then the wizard that Albert gets super pissed off at, Rincewind, he's the main character in the first two books. He's oh, the wow. one that gets hired by the tourists to show him around Discworld, but he doesn't know how to do any magic or anything. Like he doesn't know <laughs> any spells. That's so good. So, yeah. Right? And so like, I'm excited to read more because I want more to just like, Pop show up. up yeah because i think he i think he does and yeah. i think that uh i mean i i didn't mean to it was when i was trying to figure out how to say isabel mm-hmm. but i saw some stuff that they're recurring characters yeah so. yeah so every character yeah. just like pops in and out I'm sure that's so. wonderful death is probably frequently mm-hmm. in it. also what a fun way i think for him to like he wrote all these series as like anthology books that you can pick up but like right if you're a big Discworld reader yeah. then you get to enjoy that connected like, universe it's a really it's a different treat. way of world building yes. than your standard read books one, two, three, four, five. Right. To understand the world. Like go read book forty and twenty seven and yeah. get an idea of it. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, so Brett, you uh, wrote a question in our show notes that I thought was honestly genius. Thank you. So uh, a piece of the the lore in Mort is that uh, there's a library in in death's like dimension where mm-hmm. he where, you know where they live when they're not on Discworld and in this library it has all of people like any any person yeah. who's lived yeah. their book and then within their book it is like written out their entire story and then it ends once they die and yeah. so he's got all these shelved books and for people who are still living, the book is right. Like you hear the scratches yeah. and, and it's filling out as he, they're flipping it's like through it. It's like current biography. Yeah. Right. All the time. It's real time biography. Yeah. Which is, which it's is such a cool concept. It's a great concept. Uh, good writing. But Brett, you, you uh, asked the question in our show notes of whose book uh, would you like to look up to read? So I, I, what did, can I ask you a question? What did you mean by that? Do you mean in our world or do you mean in any world? Um, I guess in any world, I mainly, my brain immediately went to like historical figures in our world, but I do like the extension of like, is there a fictional character that you'd like to look up their book and like someone from the Rings? So are you looking up living people, their book to see what they're up to? Well, Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, (laughs) That was, well, that I I, had a follow up thing about like the like the morality of like looking up someone who's i was like because i had that thought and i was like oh would that be bad like to look up somebody who's living but yeah, um, probably wouldn't be great listen if i just could pull up a little pdf to see what guy fieri is up to in life right now yeah it'd be a great time yeah what is guy doing when he when he comes up with i'd like to go back when he to like every moment he came up with the idea for like one of his shows yeah. or one of his restaurants and just like be there in that thought process. <laughs> I imagine it's like 7 a.m. and my He's Guy Fieri biography. Yeah. And it's like Guy Fieri flips through his closet through multiple fire shirts to, to pick the one he wants Dr- to Drinking put on. his morning Mountain Dew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Guy Fieri. Injecting yeah. hamburger grease right into yeah. his veins. Guys, we love Guy Fieri. <laughs> so these these can... are jokes, but we love Guy Fieri. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He's an incredible person. (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, you'd actually try to find his book, but he lives in his his own dimension (laughs) called Flavortown. Yeah, that's true. And it's like competing with Death's dimension. Yeah, he has his own library. Uh Do you think he reaps souls? (laughs) (laughs) That's what what he's doing every time he's serving one of those fat, juicy burgers up. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. One okay. cardio ar- arrest at a time. Yeah, Guy Fieri's a great one. That's what I was just like. That's my brain was say. boring and went to like historical like leaders Washington. and like generals and stuff like that. But then it's just like obviously it'd be fun to go back and just find like a random So I think I think if we could if we could like remove creatives. the creepy if we could remove the creepy out of it, yeah, I would want to go to like my my heroes and idols, not in a yeah. way of like like yeah, stalker yeah. or like hero worship, but just I think there's something really cool about seeing the more human side of people who you Absolutely. normally yeah. see the like what, what they're presenting. They yeah. What? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're peeking through the window. No, um, but like you know, because whenever it, any of your like heroes or stuff from yeah. like TV or 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 books or writing yeah. or whatever it is, like they're they're you know the, a part of them that they show to the world is is presentation, it's performative, yeah. and I think there's something great that you know about like getting past that and yeah. seeing that like everyone's just a human and I really like your idea Brett of like going back and seeing like oh what was their true inspiration or what were they For thinking thing. or what were they yeah, yeah, yeah. this so famous thing that's a that's a good one also if you know as for like you true crime enthusiasts, like if you could go oh, back, oh, like shoot, I know, that would be a really dark place to go. But like, if you want to understand more about Damn. somebody's old Theodore like, Bundy, yeah, just see what old Ted like, Ted was thinking. It would be cool. I mean, for like a, a fiction version of that, like go be in Stephen King's brain when he's writing, like think, um, one of it, like it or something like that. Do you think this magic could be good as in Discworld? fantasy if you have a pet to have like a biography oh my gosh and it's like a that's it's like genius a, it's like a pet camera yeah. but it's a book but you can hear their it's thoughts like, aubrey is ripping up pillows right now and goes, <laughs> god dang it aubrey yeah see every i, I don't want to know what mango thinks or or does like I don't day to day that. because it's probably just like mango farted on your pillow mango like, i truly think mango's <laughs> going to kill you one day yeah i do she's she like she's a little goblin gremlin she's so dog smart. and she's too she's smart. smart she's too like it, i would be reading it and it, it would be saying things she'd like, be like stop reading my book and you're like, oh. <laughs> right and Ma- mango is pondering existence and i'd slam the book shut being like this dog what is going on so e I, equals mc squared welcome, yeah. welcome to mango cast because i have a story about mango really quick okay you came over to our house last week uh-huh. and brought mango um we don't have a lot of stuff like Nicole and I, we just don't have a lot of things. I like to get rid of stuff. We don't have a lot of things. Um, Mango ran upstairs, didn't think anything of it. She came down with a toy that Nicole's grandmother gave Nicole when she was like six. And I have, I've known Nicole and have been like in a relationship with Nicole. I mean, you're married to her. Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, been, we've been married for over three years now. I have never once seen this toy. Oh my god! I have no clue where Mango got it. She ran downstairs the, with it. The dark dimension. We she, took it. Yeah. We took it from her. I put it upstairs on a shelf. I went up later. Mango was upstairs. Looking, looking at, at the, the toy, toy just oh, yeah. whining for she it. knows like we she knew exactly where i we put can't it. hide things from yeah. her you have to like put her in the other room yeah um your dog is too smart because she'll know exactly where it is. yeah she she knows like she like if you like do that thing where you like put something behind a door when the dog's not looking and yeah you think, now we've tricked you she'll she knows by like the scent or something and then and she just stares at the door and blinds. yeah even if she doesn't see it she knows all of your guys hiding places much like death mango is uh all-knowing and ever-present <laughs> and, so. and reaping souls, and reaping souls. yeah oh there, there's a good chance that she's actually dead apprentice yeah any more more questions I think that's all I have, uh, but go let's check out more. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Go read more. More. It's a great book. Um, 
Uh, Daniel, do you have a Terry Pratchett author's note? I do, and I was going to keep it Terry short. Pratchett? I'm still going to try to keep it short, but I did research on Terry Pratchett, and he's just a really he's super like cool. He, he's he was fascinating. He was just oh, a really cool guy. Um, so I'm going to dig into this author's note, and I will make it um, as brief as I can. It won't take too long, but here we go. So um, just quick biography: Terry Pratchett was born in 1948. First novel published in 1971 and its first Discworld was 1983 and so he pretty much wrote two Discworld books every single year that's cool I kind of on that trajectory yeah, yeah. Uh, until he passed away um he was knighted in 2009 for his works in literature oh, wow. so Sir Sir Terry Pratchett um he received a Carnegie Medal and the World Fantasy Award life achievement for his Discworld series. Oh, so that's so cool. Massive fantasy achievement for Discworld. Um, kind of breaking up his life a little bit. Um, he was actually diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2007. Mm. Um, and he continued writing Discworld after he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, his last Discworld book actually came out. It was in the middle of being published um, after he passed. Um, oh, wow. So it came out five months after he passed away. Uh, but during his time with Alzheimer's, he just made like absolutely massive donations to um, the Alzheimer's Research, research yeah. Trust wow. and was like really involved like as a Patreon for like Alzheimer's yeah. research. Um, and he did a BBC documentary, which I want to look up because it sounds cool, about being a writer still currently writing with Alzheimer's. Wow. Um, so I thought that was that cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Uh, he passed away in 2015. I was 66 and just some, some fun facts as another high after the Alzheimer's stuff. Um, he was really into computers. Like he loved computers growing mm -hmm. up and like kind of a tinkerer with computers. He actually did an interview with Bill Gates um, and they just talked about computers and he brought up, this was in 1995 before the internet was like the internet, yeah. like what it is today, obviously. Um, but he, did an interview with Bill Gates and he relayed his fear to Gates about misinformation. He said, I feel like we're going to live in a world where anyone can put out misinformation on this like worldwide web and it can go rampant. And he used as an example, I don't know if this was like the earliest use of this, but he said, I'm afraid someone can go on the internet and say the Holocaust was not real. Oh my God. And people oh are going to run with it. And Gates yep. basically was like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> We're going to be able to monitor everything wow. on the internet. And I think that's cool because 1995 you wasn't know, that yeah, long ago. Yeah. <laughs> authors, there's something about right, authors. Right. They, they know. They, well, they just like, it, it's like Ray Bradbury with Fahrenheit 451. Like yeah. the, the stuff that they can predict and and see it's almost prophetic and and that i mean that's cool stuff so yeah, thank you just like really cool uh, yeah. uh sir terry pratchett and whoever now has the estate of of terry pratchett's works yeah. because uh that's really good stuff and what that's a cool really guy cool. and also like being able to continue to write throughout you know dealing with that disability and then mm -hmm. giving back like man what a cool thing yeah. I, I love that and then i've i've a few more really cool things about him sorry like i said i went on a rampage looking for this stuff um, he loved video games. Like, he was a big yes. video game guy. Yeah. Um, and one of his favorite games was Oblivion, the one of the Elder Scrolls yeah. games. And he helped a fan. There was a mod that a fan made for, like, more NPC quests and things like that. He wrote the dialogue 
for oh, really? a modder of Skyrim oh, for the cool. NPC in Skyrim and Oblivion, that which I thought was so cool. Fun. So he he literally just like got with this fan writing a mod and he like Terry freelance Pratchett wrote. is so cool um, do, so do you think what you're saying is Terry Pratchett would be like he'd, he'd be down to hang with us yeah think? we could hang with Terry Pratchett I don't think we could hang with him yeah. but I think that he would he'd be alright hanging with us he yeah. would tolerate us yeah he would God, he's, he'd, get, he'd get bored yeah. he was really into nature and astronomy and really anything like paleontology related yeah. and then the super rare fossil was discovered in New Zealand of a sea turtle um, about 15 years ago, and the man who discovered it um, gave it the scientific name. Get ready, I'm gonna botch this. Uh, Phosphorus Terry Precchetti. And so, <laughs> That's uh, so he cool. has a, a sea turtle species That's cool. named after That's him. That's so cool. Um, and then, kind of end of life stuff. Uh, just, I thought all of this was really cool. Um, after he passed, there was a ton of different ways of like people honoring him. Um, a graffiti artist tagged a massive mural in East London on a wall um, with like Terry Pratchett's face covering the whole thing with like all of his Discworld characters. That's there. Really and it's cool. been like I gotta per- look that up. It's been like preserved and it's still there and like no one messes with it. So I yeah. thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um Valve and uh Frontier Development I, I Frontier Games, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's the developers for Dota 2. Yeah. Um, they put an item in the game that's an exact item from the color of magic, the first Discworld book. It's that's what so a cool. wizard uses to like do his magic. Huh. Um, so that's like an item in yeah. like the biggest esports game ever. So yeah. I thought that was cool. And then um kind of a bittersweet ending to it all. Uh Neil Gaiman, they were really good friends. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. wrote good, good omens together. Um Neil Gaiman found out after kind of towards the end of Terry Pratchett's life with Alzheimer's and stuff, he was trying to write his autobiography and just because of like the disease he couldn't, couldn't remember yeah. his life oh. and so he would call neil gaiman oh my god and neil gaiman would talk to him about oh. like their experiences yeah. with good omens and how they wrote it oh. and like he did he's i'm saying it more sweetly than neil gaiman did because that's not his personality yeah. he was like in the interview and you can find this interview um it, uh, i think it was just like a times interview or something uh, but he was like saying he was making fun of Terry Pratchett oh for having all the timers. Uh, but he, like that was just like their relationship. God, their friendship said. is beautiful. Yeah. It's like a, a Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. Yeah. So bit. he uh, would call Neil Gaiman to be like, hey, I know we did this tour, but I can't remember it. Like what happened during this Good Omens tour? And they would like talk through. Oh my so, God. I hope I have a. F- that's I, I hope. Do, I mean, we'll, we'll do that for each other. Yeah, right? absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Uh, sure. But yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll no make fun of me as I'm dying, right? And then yeah. you'll write my story. Uh, just a really cool guy. You and guys I got... have to do that for me already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're almost dead. You're so old. Uh, but I just got really <laughs> into like his life is just super cool. So. Yeah. Cool. Author's note for Terry Project. That's, cool guy. That's huge. Thanks. No, I, I loved every bit of that author's note. Uh, cool. Do you guys want to bookmark it there? Bookmark it. Let's put a bookmark. Let's put a bookmark it until next week. Uh, again, thank you all so much. We really do appreciate the support of the podcast. Uh, we probably don't deserve it. We don't, and we really just started this just as a fun way for us to talk about the things that we're reading. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've gotten recently some really, really positive feedback, um, and and everything from the you know the listeners that is that's so important. And we're we're just happy that you know that y'all have come and joined this ride with us. Um, we do want to announce that the book for next month is going to be Warbreaker. 
Uh, so we're entering yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cosmere, uh, officially doing a Brandon Sanderson book. Uh, Brando Sando fans rejoice. Yeah. We will be reading that, um, and then our the last week, the last Tuesday of uh, next month, we will be doing our episode on Warbreaker. Yeah, I'll say this for listeners and Brett because he's starting Wave Kings. Uh, Warbreaker is a standalone yes. book. Yes, that's important. Involved in the Cosmere, which is his overarching series. It's not going to spoil Stormlight or Mistborn for you, um, but you'll read it, and if you read the other series, you'll get some cool tie-ins that you nice. have yeah. before. So. Kind of similar to uh, what we were talking about with Terry Pratchett's yeah. Squirrel. There, there's overlapping themes and stuff within mm-hmm. the Cosmere. Um, yes, so we're going to be reading that. Uh, we're actually doing a book giveaway on our book talk. Um, we'll be sending uh, one listener a copy of the book and a sticker, uh, a Book Ends with Friends sticker. Um, so if you want to find out more about that, go check out our book talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on you TikTok. Can, on TikTok, thank you. Yeah, I always say book talk because no, it's, it's just so natural to me now. Uh, Brett, where else can they find us? They can find us on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Bookends underscore with underscore friends. Nice. You got it. And Dan, where else can they find they us? They can find us on TikTok at bookends with friends. Yes. And and also uh, email us. Email us at, uh, at bookendswithfriends.com. Uh, sorry, at bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. That's it. Uh, yeah, just reach out to us. Uh, tell us your thoughts. Uh, we'll read them out loud if you have thoughts on the books or whatever we're discussing yeah. in, the le- in the weeks uh, in between books. Um, I'll say it again. If you email us, I will respond. If yes. you email yeah. me anything, I will respond to we, it. We Bet. love to interact. You can send me a GIF of William Turner sword fighting, and I will respond to it. You can do whatever you want. Gosh, I hope we get spanned by so many I hope Will Turner. I hope so. I hope we get flooded with Will Turner. <laughs> God, the dream. That is honestly <laughs> the dream to get flooded by Will. Okay. Uh, let's for put all the support. There. Yeah, thank you for all the support. Uh, and remember, the real books were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> okay. Is that our outro? Now? Yeah, you just got to have Brett singing it too.